Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back on into another edition of El Parcero Filicon, brought to you by La Terrain Watches. It is episode 22 of this great series, and it is obviously Super Bowl week. So, of course, we're going to talk Philadelphia Eagles. And, of course, who else better to bring on here on episode 22 than my man from PSN. Please welcome, ladies and gentlemen, my guy, Mr. Brian Cameron. Brian, what's going on, brother? How you feeling, man? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I mean, Super Bowl week. Uh... I, it doesn't get. I feel like that's that should be the end of the podcast, right? There's a Super Bowl week. <laughs> <laughs> it is exciting, brother. No, it's. It, I'm so glad to finally be back here, man. But first off, how how you been, man? What's new with you? How's PSM been? How, how's how's life been treating you, brother? Hey, man, life is good. I can't complain. Um, you know we've uh we've we've been doing well PSN wise. We have a new a bit of a new team. Brought back some um some old old faces and, and Chris as well. Um, flipping the birds, we, we kind of built out the roster a little bit more, more strong suited. We have Zach and Eric on there. Um, of course, can't forget about Morgan. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything's been great. But I mean, for you, I mean, how's everything been with you? I mean, you guys are coming off a pretty, pretty big year for, um, and I always get this wrong, so forgive me for saying this wrong. Dupe by the river. Dupe by the river. Yes, sir, man. Yeah, we've been great, brother. Um, obviously we're kind of in hibernation gearing up or warming up, gearing up for the season that starts in uh, February at the end of February here. Uh, but now it's been, it's been great. We're excited for another season and man, you know, the, the grind of the sports media, especially when you're coming up in this path, man, it's, it's never, there's never a dull day, but dude, you just, you remember why you do it. And that's, yeah. we love this team. And that's why we keep, we keep talking about it, man. But it's, I love always chopping it up with you, Brian, because, because you got, you got great perspective, man. But, I really wanted to ask you because listen, we're in a generation where we've been blessed, right? Like we've mm-hmm. been Andy, uh, Doug, even like Chip had two, you know, had a year and a half. That was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, now we have Nick Sirianni, but now, like, what is the difference for you compared to your feeling heading into Super Sunday from 2017 to, or I guess 2018 till now? There's more of an emotional investment in this team now. Uh, 2017 was like. Oh crap! Like the number one, the number two pick is leading us to the Super Bowl midway through. Like Carson was slinging it, then the injury happens. Nick Fold comes in, and yeah, it was it was it was a Cinderella season. But there's just so much more tied to this team. Like you got to think about Jalen Hurts' second round pick was a, not even considered one of the better quarterbacks in his own class. Um, was brought in to be Taysom Hill 2.0. Oh, sorry about that. Um, yeah, Tom brought in. <laughs> brought it to be um, Taysom Hill 2.0 or, you know, a feature to Lamar Jackson. Ends up taking Carson Wentz's role. Um, A.J. Brown, dis- you know, disgruntled with the, the Titans. Titans um, gets tr- traded to Philly. Devontae Smith, we jumped the Giants to get him. Like, there's so many wild storylines. And then on top of that, you have the head coach who was laughed off the podium, made um, made fun of when he, when he was somehow, you know, on the roots of, of this team and in the garden. And, shoot, like, you know, this is – it's, it's weird. Like this is our team. Like it feels like that more than ever. I, I, I don't know if that you feel that way as well. It's 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 funny because for me, it's it's the Phil. It's they're so Philadelphia in the sense that they are underdogs, but because of that, they have become the best. And that's what we all wanted here in Philly. You know, you, you talked about it, Jalen. You know, we didn't expect him to be what he is as a second round pick. Um, even a guy like Miles Sanders has been kind of written off by by certain people with the mm-hmm. injuries. AJ Brown, you, you talk about it. You know, a lot of people. There was the, the debate. You know, going into the season, where he was in the place of all the wide receivers throughout the league. That was always hilarious. Devontae Smith, dude. The thing was, people forgot. Like coming into the league, everyone was worried about that weight. It yes. hasn't been a problem at all. And so when you see like everyone being down, like you talk about Jason Kelsey's Super Bowl speech. 
hungry dogs run faster, you know, and the underdog mantra, the you know, the, the mask and all that. This is this team here, but it's it's like on steroids because they are really good. And it's it's to me, that's been the difference. And I agree with you. I have more of an emotional investment to this team all season long where, you know, 2017, you know, you got a new new quarterback in the Super Bowl, a new left tackle in the Super Bowl. So I think that's really been a big factor. But it's fun, Brian. This is fun, dude. Oh, this is amazing. It's It's been a hell of a ride, honestly. Like, it's weird because you, you said it like this is a really good freaking team. And week in and week out, as I mean, for me, um, for example, like the NFC Championship, we were up by like 20 points. And I was still, you know, walking back and forth, creating, you know, a, my own hole in the living room, having like seven anxiety attacks because it's like you expect the worst at times. You get me like it's it's one of those things like is it, it's too good to be true, but it's actually it's actually legit. And it's like the nucleus of the team is so freaking young still, which is phenomenal. And it's only going up from here, man. They have accomplished a lot, right? And I think we all recognize what they have accomplished here in the city. But obviously, throughout the league, and specifically a little city over in California, don't doesn't feel the same way. Has like the national perspective and kind of like the national trash talk still to this team? Really, how does that? How have you received that, man? Stop being a but Debbie Downers. Like that's my thing. Like. Listen, I, I used to play sports in, in high school. Like, basketball was my thing. Soccer was my thing. And, you know, a loss is a loss. Like, we couldn't talk about it to the national media. Like, no, you ate it. You walked off. You went to school the next day. And a week later, you're playing again. Like, dude, like, people like Brandon Ayuk, who's saying, you know, um, Nick Sirianni's getting a free ride. Then you have Christian McCaffrey, who said that NFC was stolen. Like, nothing was stolen. It's just nothing was given. Everything was earned. And That's the it. Eagles earned this trip. Like, the Eagles earned this trip by giving – a butt whoop into the 49ers, which was 31 to 7, um, which Debo Samuel was a non-factor. Brandon Ayuk was a non-factor. And ideally, like I come from the you know, the, the mindset that if you're a great a great wide receiver, then ideally you should be making up for the loss of a a, a decent quarterback. Like you there were nowhere to be found. That's just the facts. I, I'll say this. Like I, I do like I do feel like right for the Niners because I remember back like 2019 when we lost Carson Wentz in that game. Like I, I'm thinking to myself, like, how would this game have changed if Carson was out there? So losing your quarterback in the way that and they lost two quarterbacks in, in that game, yeah. I would definitely be upset. Yeah, well. But you hit it, man. Like it, it's just like stuff you learn when you're a kid, sportsmanship. You, you take the loss and you move on from it. Obviously, the Niners, they need a quarterback. It's obviously a really good team, but you know, yet again, in a crucial in a, in a championship type game, that position kind of hindered them. And so they they can only blame themselves, man. And, and just like, you know, my favorite's Chris Sims, right? Because this guy still does not know how to admit when he's wrong. And he's still going. And I, I think I think for me, Brian, like it's it's just funny. Like, because we're just sitting here like on our pedestal, like sitting back as our team is gearing up for Super Bowl Sunday. And everyone is still complaining about the Philadelphia Eagles. So. Isn't it so oh, wild? And it's like, so, you know, obviously you're, you're Colombian. I'm Puerto Rican. We like our food with seasoning. You get me? Like, uh, I, need, I need my food to hit. It's spicy. I need that spice to hit, right? <laughs> yeah, people man. like Chris Sims, and I hope it's not taken wrong. People like people like Chris Sims likes likes a little bland in their in their in their taste, right? Yeah, man. They want the the bland quarterback. They want the guy who stays in the pocket, throws a pass, so they could treat him critique him that way. But Jalen Hurts is the sauce. He's the season. He's a, the sazon. Like this this kid is everything that you don't want him to be, plus everything that you want him to be. And to not be able to admit that this kid, he made a big jump passing. It's like he was one of the most efficient passers in the game this season. And on top of that, like. 
if I'm not saying he's either one or number two, and while Mahomes is one or, or two as well, like you have the two better quarterbacks in the league this season going at it in the Super Bowl. Why are you disappointed? Why are you not giving Jalen his flowers at the end of the day? I it, 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 it is quite honestly pretty ridiculous <laughs> if we're being honest. But it, it listen, how about the reporter in the media day, right? He goes to Jalen and he's like, I didn't think I said you would not be the quarterback to take the Eagles to the Super Bowl. And as a man, I'm sorry. I think it was ESP, if I heard that correctly, who said that. But that's just the point. Like, everyone who doubted him pushed him to this point. And, and we thank you. And <laughs> we thank you for that. Absolutely. And Jalen's going to thank everybody when he gets that big payday. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. That's going to be an interesting number for sure, man. But that you know he's, we got to lock him in. You got to lock him in, especially mm-hmm. with the season. Especially, you know, if we end Sunday with the win, that'll, that'll be big. But... Brian, I want to talk. I want to talk about Sunday because, to me, everyone's talking about the storylines like the Kelsey Bowl and Reed Bowl and all that. That's that's all. Like I, I'm definitely invested in that as well. But Brian, we got a really fun matchup here because these are honestly the two best teams left standing, and I think that Sunday is going to be an old, like a competitive game. I don't think it's going to be like like a 45-41 type of game. I don't think it's going to be that. But I think, like, for a football fan, you're going to get everything you want. You're going to get a little bit of the today's day and age of, you know, high-flying, passing all over the damn field. And you're going to get aggressive football as well, man. I want to look at the offense first here. You know, when I look at this matchup between the Eagles offense and the Chiefs defense, Brian, for me in the game in general, Jalen's going to have to make plays, like mm. big plays. And the thing is, like, throughout the playoffs – Jalen hasn't really had to make big plays. Like they've controlled both of the, the the playoff games. So for me, like, do you agree? Like, do you think like it's going to come down to Jalen on offense? I've read a lot of um, pieces as of late where it's kind of like this is the Jalen Hurts game. This is the Jalen Hurts bowl, and I don't doubt it. Like, it's just people like Jalen Hurts, people like Devonte Smith. People like AJ Brown, Nick Seriani, they're bred for moments like this. Like this is why they exist in this league. They're, they exist to shine on the brightest of stages. And I feel like Jalen Hurts, this is his moment where, you know, the pressure is not fully there on him because he's not that type of person. But it's it's built up like all this pressure from the season was kind of like, okay, like this thing's about to explode. Like it's like shaking a, a two liter of uh, soda. You keep shaking it. And once you open it, it's just going to, you know, bust wide open. And that's what it feels like with Jalen. Like this is the epitome. Like this is the last shake. And the moment somebody opens, like the moment that whistle goes, the cap is off. And Jalen's going to come running through, whether it's the run game, whether it's, you know, the, the pass game. And I feel like the um, they've been testing out his arm in the playoffs. As you've seen, he's kind of um, thrown overthrown A.J. Brown against the Giants and against the 49ers as well. But at the same time, they've also rested his arm. So it's kind of like I feel like the, the, the Eagles have been playing preseason until this point, And this is when their season actually really kicks in. It's funny because I remember like being on flipping the flipping the bird and we would talk about hoping Jalen would be that guy. And mm-hmm. like the things that you talked about here, like controlling the game, like those are things that we really wanted him to do. And and we're we're talking about it here. Um for you know, it's funny because throughout the playoffs, the Eagles have ran the ball really well. I think it was like 416 yards in, in both games. And that's really how they were able to control the game. Like, do you see that being the way they try to control the game? Or do you think they try to air it out with the weapons that they got? I think the Eagles are, are stubborn enough to, to run the game, um, to run the ball. And it's weird. Like, I feel like it's going to be a competitive game. Like, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, it just feels like this is one of those games that's like we're all expecting this huge game. But it ends up being like 49ers and Eagles. Like, you know, a stretch lead that nobody believes is, is possible. And I'm not saying the, the Chiefs are getting blown out or the Eagles are getting blown out, but I'm just feeling like 
I feel like it's going to be one of those games where it's just one team is really going to control the game. And if Philly does want to control the game, it's going to have to be in the run game. I mean, they, they held out Miles Sanders a lot in, um, against the 49ers. Uh, we've seen a lot in the playoffs of Kenny Gainwell and Jalen as well. Like He was running a lot in the last drive against the 49ers. So I, I wouldn't doubt them. I mean, they just beat the number one run defense in the, in the league last week. Yes. I mean, two weeks ago. So, you know, why not put it in, you know, run it in on um, the Chiefs' mouth? Yeah, man, it, it pick pick your poison, right? If you're if you're uh, if you're the CG, yeah. pick your poison with with that one for sure. Let me ask you, um, over under for AJ Brown, eight catches. Hmm. I want to say I'm over. like I'm smelling but, like To four yeah. type of for, well, besides just the 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 screws in his ankle, of course. Yeah, he's been, he's had a bad couple of games um, in the playoffs so far. But again, it's kind of like I feel like Nick like Nick Sirianni is like the most like it's weird. Like I feel like Sirianni is the most arrogant nerd, right? Like you have like it's a weird thing. Like you have that. Remember in high school, like you had that guy who knew everything, and then when you messed up, he looked at you from the side like waiting for, like waiting for you to ask him. <laughs> and that, that's Sirianni. Like he's in the playoffs, and he's he's like you mentioned, like he's ran the ball more than they pass, right? They've used. Um, let's call it the weakness of their offense more than anything, right? Even though it's not a weakness, because but they've been a, a pass first team all season. So now in the Super Bowl, it's kind of like, all right, I feel like Sirianni's going to kind of just be like, okay, let's, I'm going to show you guys what I've been what I've been holding back. Because they've been back for the past couple of weeks. They haven't been slinging it like they usually do. Yeah, Whether man. that's because of the arm or not, it's, it beats, you know, it, it's, I don't know. Like, I just feel like Sirianni's going to, you know, it's just it's a weird gut feeling that Sirianni's going to pull something crazy out of his head. We're going to see... Jalen just really going against Pat Mahomes. And, and the thing is, is that, look, it, it, the Eagles run game is something that you can always rely on. Like, you know, it's there. It, it's it's successful. But I just look at how the the Jags and the Bengals were able to exploit the Chiefs defense. Mm -hmm. And you got the weapons to do the same exact thing. Um, and that's absolutely something I, I think the Eagles should try to exploit early on. I, you need to pounce right off the bat because yeah. the thing is, like, the Chiefs, and the Eagles, like the Eagles, like obviously still have some players from that 2017 team, but this Chiefs team or this Chiefs team in general, like this is the their their what their third Super Bowl in four years, so mm -hmm. they they have a little bit of that experience, they have a little bit of that moxie, so it's important to definitely start off quick um, here in that in that first quarter, especially for the Eagles offense, man. Yeah, absolutely, I completely agree with that. I mean, I don't know, it, it it's hard because I I, wanna, I really want to speak my mind on this game, but I feel like. No, nah, it's just one of those things you, you got to wait and see. Like, it's just so exciting. Like, holy shit, like, this thing's really about to go off. <laughs> man, there's always something super unpredictable in the Super Bowl, too, man. Like, yeah, you always absolutely. get that one play or one, one play. You just don't ever, like, it, that's just how it always is, man. Maybe Quest Watkins has a crazy game. Like, you, know, you never know what it, it could be. Hey, and, you know, for all we know, Zach Pascal could, could score this uh, first <laughs> touchdown on the game. Like, he hasn't done, you know, a lot, like, catching-wise this season. But it's just that unpredictable of what, what could actually happen and what could actually occur. As my dog, hey, hey. Podcast. I love it. I love it. Hey, listen, this podcast is always dog friendly. That's for sure. Man. <laughs> I was gonna say, what if, uh, what if Jordan, the Eagles fans finally get their dream of Jordan Mailata? Go, 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 go See, the goal line. that's the arrogant nerd stuff that I'm talking about. Like, that's something Sirianni will pull out of his ass and just be like, hey, line up behind Kelsey. Let's, let's do this. Let's, let's just some fun right now. And if it's, if there's, if there's ever a game to do it, it's this game. Yeah, um, it just feels like, I feel like we're gonna see. A, a different version of the Eagles. 
I do. I do. I agree too, man. And especially like this is the last one. As as in the media day, they asked if this was a must-win game, which I don't think I need to explain how this is a must-win game for the Super Bowl. But they, you throw it all out. You know, whatever you, whatever you got, you throw. I mean, what the Philly special? What they drew? They drew that up in the first week of practice of the Super Bowl uh, week, right? And they kind of that was a little wrinkle. And, and and it's crazy, like the situation that Nick Foles says you want to run Philly Philly like that was a that was on a fourth a fourth down play and the goal line I think they were down at that point if if that play yeah. doesn't work man it could have been a whole different game so it would have been a shit storm in Philly <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah Doug and the, and the boys would have definitely had a rough uh, rough journey back but um looking at the defense of the birds versus the Chiefs I mean look I, I the secondary has been great all season long um, even without the even with the injuries, I thought they've held held their own to the best that they could. Obviously, the pass rush has been the story. We've heard the sack totals, but the one thing I will say on the other side, Brian is is a really special player, one of the probably the best of all time. And so, for me, obviously on offense, you want to try to keep the ball away as much as possible, especially in that fourth quarter, late in the game, from Pat Mahomes. That to me is just the main concern. Like Pat Mahomes pulling Pat Mahomes magic. But then again, I also can see the 2000, I uh, was at the 2020 Super Bowl where Pat Mahomes, I still see Pat Mahomes running away from, from, De- uh, um, from Devin White and everyone in the Bucks. But, you know, for you, what is the, like, what is anything on this Chiefs offense worry you? Travis Kelsey. Um, Eagles historically have never been great against tight ends. That is true. Um, and it'll be, you know, either Avante Maddox, it'll be either um, Kaiser White or even TJ Edwards. Um, and Travis Kelsey, he's a, he's a unicorn. Like, the guy is a, a tight end but plays like a wide receiver. Um, so that's my only concern for the, um, when it comes to the, the Chiefs offense. Heavily motivated too, man, he's going to be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, mom's in the stands and brother's on the sidelines. Like, it doesn't get any better than that for the Kelsey family right now. It, yeah, it is to me. I mean, it's, it's Chiefs' offense is, is pretty dynamic, and it's going to be important for. And, it's, and listen, it's going to be pressure's going to be on Jonathan Gannon too, right? Like Jonathan Gannon, he's been solid so far, especially in the playoffs. Um, has to play Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy. Daniel Jones definitely getting better, but like let's 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 be we'll be one hundred here. But this is Pat Mahomes, and I remember last time. Jonathan Gannon went up against Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes tore up that freaking uh, Eagles defense. I think it was like nearly perfect, like four touchdowns. Like yeah. it was one of those wild games. Now Tyreek Hill is is not here anymore, which uh, is definitely a big factor. But it's it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting matchup here for Jonathan Gannon, seeing how he maneuvers this defense against against the Chiefs here. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to. It. I mean, and you can comment on this. I feel like if the Eagles do win the Super Bowl, then the Super Bowl MVP will be Hassan Reddick. Just because that guy's a he's a man he's he's a manimal like this guy is phenomenal and the fact that we got him on the on the steal kind of a steal of a deal is is you know beyond me, um but I feel like if there's anybody that's gonna make it a hard day for Pat Mahomes it's going to be a Son Reddick because Son Reddick is gonna find ways to bully Mahomes into a Javon Hargrave into a Josh Sweat into a Fletcher Cox like he's gonna find ways to make sure that Mahomes is feeling as as scared as possible. So obviously, you know, in the Eagles history, we have a lot. We've done a really good job in free agency, especially under Lori, right? For me, like Hassan Riddick right now is number two. Like I always put Malcolm one because Malcolm was so important to the Super Bowl teams. 
Yeah, absolutely. Reddick's playing at a defensive player of the year type of rate. The NFC Championship game, the way he was – dude, that Brock – that Purdy play was big. Obviously, you took out Purdy. Like, obviously, that's a big part of it. But, dude, that was a big momentum shift right there. That that really was – that was almost like Pat, Patrick Robertson's interception. Um, And so, I mean, Hassan Reddick, he, he's definitely going to have a big game, man. You already heard him on Tuesday. He was, he was ready for Sunday on Tuesday. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, I mean, if you look at uh, his stats from the season, majority of his sacks and forced fumbles have come on, you know, a third down or a fourth down. Like, he's given the Eagles great um, position on offense. And I feel like he's just, he's too much of a game wrecker. And I mean, everybody's kind of glorifying Chris Jones right now because, he, you know, he's shot against the Bengals. But that just, that, if I'm a son Reddick, that just gets me more amped up because it's kind of like, what else do I have to prove? Okay, you guys want me to take out the face of the league? All right, I'm going to take out the face of the league. And that's what's going to happen on Sunday. And listen, if you are putting pressure on Pat Mahomes for most of the night, guarantee we win this game. Because that line for the Chiefs, let's face it, Matt, there's a reason why Pat Mahomes is banged up right now. So if you are able to pr- apply that pressure all night long, it, there's only so much that Pat Mahomes can do. We've seen it before, and this pass rush can definitely do that. I'm excited for that matchup right there. Seeing that those D linemen in the backfield all night long, brother. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be it's gonna be a sight for sore eyes. <laughs> you think we? You, so do you? Do you think we'll over? Do you think there'll be more Eagles fans or more Chiefs fans out there? See, so reading up, it said that 24 percent of the tickets that were purchased were purchased from Philadelphia, and I think it was like five or seven percent were purchased from Missouri. Obviously, you have fans in between that are traveling from different states of, of, the, of right. these teams. But there's something like, you know, a lot of people don't take into don't take into account is that the Eagles are not regulars in the Super Bowl right now. Like we're, you know, we're once in a bluers like 2017 to now. That's a what, five year jump. So to say, like, it's, it's going to be more red than it will be green. is a bit. um It's a bit stupid, in my in my opinion. Like, there's, like, it's just it's Philly. At the end, they like Philly travels like no other team. Like and it's, it's funny because, I mean. I'm a I'm a Mets fan, and right, you know, Mets fans they they say that we took over um the Phillies um city uh what's it called Citibank Citizens um, Bank yeah yeah Citizens Bank um last season, but it's kind of like, you know I chuckled at it because like I've been to Eagles games, you know, away and at home. It's kind of like no, like is this is a, a monsoon that you that nobody's ever prepared for. See, the thing with that rivalry is it's always been the fans will show up when the teams are good. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's always been. Obviously, the Mets this past year they were they were blue, they were better throughout the regular season than the Phillies. And so when the when the Mets are coming to town, there's a lot more Mets fans. Kind of yeah. felt like for certain of those games, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that um, I think back to like the 2017 atmosphere, and that's obviously Patriots. That's a team that at that point was going to Super Bowls a lot. Yeah. Um, and I felt like there was a lot of fans, uh, Eagles fans, going to that one, and that was. Dude, that was a cold, cold as time to be in Minnesota as well. It's crazy now we're in Arizona. Thank God for those guys here. Enjoy the beautiful <laughs> air, the weather, man. And I'll, I'll tell you what, Brian. Listen, I don't know where you're at in your in your uh, ben- venturing to these NFL stadiums. Arizona's pretty nice. I, I loved yeah. it. Um, they have that little strip right outside, which I wonder how that's going to be. There's like bars and restaurants. There's there's retail shops in there as well. Boston's kind of got the similar thing, Gillette Stadium. Um, and I wonder if that's going to be the, the the new trend for these stadiums to kind of build retail and restaurant and all that around the around the area. But you know, for Super Bowls, it definitely does help. And I and I think that um, a lot of these fans are going to enjoy the time. It's going to be it's going to be a fun one down in Arizona. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, 
I think from, from my stadium tour, I've only been to, so I've been to the link baseball wise. I've been to, to, um, to Yankee stadium and um, city field, but wow. football wise, I, and I, I hate to say it is I've been to, to AT&T stadium and I feel like AT&T stadium is, is a pretty dope setup um, of how they have things. Um, so definitely one of more, more, one of the more beautiful stadiums I've seen. I mean, terrible team, but <laughs> I don't know, like. I, I think I, I completely agree with. That. I mean, with with these teams hosting, you know, Super Bowls and more events um, outside of that, you're gonna see a lot more um, commercialized um, places. I don't know how much that will affect Philly, just because of how Philly has their stadium set up. But yeah. it, they do have the casino next door. That is true, and that that definitely uh, has helped a lot, man. Honestly, Brian, you know what I actually did like? Um, I actually liked MetLife. I went for the Jets last year. Really. Actually, did like MetLife. It was. I it don't was, know. It's different. It's bigger. Um, the stadium I do think is nice. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I did not mind it. The obviously very modernized as well. I don't um, like the outside. I feel like MetLife on the outside looks kind of like a like a trash can I see in the streets. <laughs> and it's, it's nice to be a joke. Oh, like, I mean, I I always say this because we went for a work event and a majority of my you know my my peers are Giants fans, and I'm walking in. I'm like you know okay like I don't know like it just doesn't hit me as like. Like I feel like you know if it's, if it's gonna be a New York team stadium, it should feel like a New York team stadium. And I just feel like you know I want to throw like a you know rolled up napkin, just toss well, it. Well, right they in should. The they should be in New York. I, I in all honesty, but you know. Yeah, we're paying taxes for them. I know, <laughs> and even it sucks for me because I'm in South. Like I'm, I'm like 10 minutes from Philly, mm-hmm. so that's even worse. So like I'm my money's going up there. So for no reason. Little, for no reason. That is American dream mall. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> the American Dream Mall, the the, the the collapse of the malls was definitely killing me. But Brian, <laughs> I wanted I wanted to ask you here. So this is always a tough question because it's our team in the Super Bowl. But if you could, in your best way, give us a prediction for Sunday. In my best way. So it's gonna be a battle, right? And I don't know if you if you remember this, um the, the Chargers and um Eagles game last season. Where you saw yeah. Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurt go to, I feel like for most of the first half, that's how it's going to feel. Um, may not be a lot of scoring in the first half, but somehow, yeah, I, it was one of my favorite games with Jalen Hurts like till this day. Um, but I feel like in the second half, like a team is going to find a way to to gain the lead and build on that. And I feel like at the end of the day, that this score might end up being like thirty five twenty eight, maybe thirty five twenty four. In favor of Philly, um, I hate to to just be, go out there and say Eagles are going to win it, but it just like something just it, you know it's like, it's like Thanos, you know you just, just can't avoid the inevitable. Like just that's how it feels right now. It's weird. Like this team is like more than just a team of destiny. Like this team was built to win this year and win going forward. And I feel like this is the beginning of something that Eagles fans really gonna gonna love for the next couple of years. This team was built to dominate, Brian. That's just the way I look at it. This team was built to dominate, just the way how we constructed it. And they know and, it too. Like the players know it. Like they're locked in. Like if you read that comment about Devontae Smith just not leaving his room, just sleeping and being in the darkness all week. Dude, he's ready for this. And he's and listen, I remember um watching the national championship game in his, his last year in college in Alabama, and he played like what, like the first half and he had like mm-hmm. it was like two hundred and yeah, it was insane. It's so crazy. <laughs> How do you put that up and just leave in the second half of the injury? Now, going to Philly, going to the NFL. I, I did what I had to. I'm out, guys. <laughs> guys won the chip. I'm going. I'm going. Um, Brian, so what's the Super Bowl plan? What is uh, what, what is Brian doing here? 
so like I mentioned in the beginning of um, the show is um that can be a very emotional game. Um, I'm For staying sure. home. I invited my uh, my, sure. my my in laws. They are Giants fans, but you know they 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 they're contained. Um, and I'm just gonna watch some of the game at home. With my daughter. Um, the first time we won, it was her first year of life, and you know I feel like just she might be the good luck charm for me. And if they win, I already told my wife. I told my job. Don't expect me to come home to work on on Monday. <laughs> it's not happening. I listen. I I completely agree. And you know what? I don't know if it's the age, Brian, but I wanted to be with my family. Mm-hmm. Like I've had people invite me to parties. You know, South Philly. You know, all throughout Philly. I want to be home. I have my my girls' parents, my parents coming over. Both our brothers are coming over. Uh, they, we got like my my girls' parents' short friends are coming over as well. But I just wanted to be in my house. And plus, I I'm, I live right there. And like I'm, Philly's like a ten minute drive or yeah, fifteen minute uh, train ride. So yeah, I'm going to hop right in if we do win. Um, but like I think like for me, I want to like that's a special moment for us. Like we we exactly. live and die by this team, and so we want to be with those special people. And definitely a little superstitious for me as well. You, do you have any superstitions for Sunday? So my wife surprised me with a, a Jalen Hurts jersey for the national um, the NFC Championship game. Um, ironically, like the, the the journey of this Jalen Hurts jersey, she got it at lit, and it was um, not on display. The lady was taking them down for some reason, and it was the last large, and it was the all black. Like I want, I was dying for the all black jersey, so I wore that. We're one to zero. Every time my daughter, every time my daughter has worn the Kayvon Wallace jersey as well, like we have not lost. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm pulling it all out, man. I'm not superstitious, but things just gotta go according to. <laughs> Bro, Trent Williams disrespected your boy. Bro, like, how do you do that to somebody? Like, come on, like, why He's would you triple like, his size too? <laughs> and for what? Like, I get you're frustrating, you're you're losing, but damn, like, he literally just did like the the backwards choke slam on him. I was like watching WWE. Like, it was terrible, heck? man. Like, you don't do that to somebody. What if he got a concussion from that? That was definitely rough. So are you? So you're wearing the Jalen Hurts on Sunday? Oh yeah, Jalen Hurts jersey going on. Uh, snapback. I'm gonna enjoy some Crown Royal while watching the game. Um, and yeah, I love that, dude. I had Crown Royal this weekend from for my birthday weekend. It was like um, Crown Royal Happy Apple. Birthday, oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. It was actually on the anniversary of the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was phenomenal, man. Like Crown Royal. Like shout out to them because they make amazing whiskey. I may never go back now. <laughs> We'll take that sponsorship, by the way. Yeah, but yeah, no, I've it's, it's funny, Brian, because I've been this year. I've been getting back into my whiskey. I was a heavy like whiskey drinker in the winter only, mm-hmm. not not like any t- other time of year. I kind of stopped because you know liquor was killing me. But now I know. Now I'm older. I know my limits. Like I'll do yeah. one, two at max, but that's it. Don't no yeah. more than two. So that's, that's really what I'll do. But yeah, it's it's great, especially in the wintertime. We're out in the cold. Nice little exactly. ice there. It's, Just hits right. Awesome. It is awesome, man. Well, listen, Brian, dude, I, I really do appreciate you coming here, man. It's always fun chopping off with you, man. I love talking birds with you. Uh, drop it, drop it for everyone to find you, man. But where can people find you? PSN, file flipping the birds. Where can people find it? Yeah, absolutely. So my Twitter name is um right there on the screen uh, at B Cameron PSN. Um, you can actually find me talking birds on usually on Tuesday nights, but this week we're switching it up, so you'll catch us live on PSN Philly Sports Network YouTube on Thursday, Saturday night. Uh, a little Super Bowl special with a bunch of wild characters, we could say. Um, but yeah, always posting our um, posting articles as well for the. Um, so shout out to the Eagles PSN team, and a shout out to to you guys, man. Like again, Dude by the River, huge podcast that was coming up um, for the last couple of years, and you guys have done 
a phenomenal job just integrating yourselves into the community of um of the union so yes, sir man you guys got a fan of me at the end of the day yeah so I, I told the guys that you know i'm looking forward to sunday because obviously super bowl but obviously once that's done I go right into soccer, so I don't know what I do after this. <laughs> <laughs> well, come to Chester. You got you got family down there, Brian. I don't know what's what, like what life holds for me now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that is always the life of it, man. But guys, that's gonna do it for another edition of El Parcero Filigón. A big shout out to Brian. A big shout out to you guys for checking it out. Do do us a solid. Hit that like button, subscribe for more Philly sports. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen. That is Brian Cameron, and I am at Parcero Philly. We're telling you guys, have a great day. Go Birds. Go Birds.